It's a new season, baby. Snooze for seven podcast. You already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's not a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it <laughs> Yeah, 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 what up, yo, what up, what up, Still a Nation, what's going on, it's your man, Cav Easy As you can hear, we got a brand new intro, man, it's the 100th episode Definitely time to switch things up, man, but first and foremost, I want to shout out Chris King You feel me for having that intro, holding that thing down for a couple seasons, man You know what I'm saying? But, yo, this episode, we're going to talk about a few things. Of course, is week one. Preseason's over. All the fun and games is over, man. The cuts happened. Shout out to everybody that made the 53. Also, shout out to everyone that didn't make the 53. Hopefully, you can continue your career, you know. But let's get into it, man. Week one, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers starting the season off at home. Not Hinesville no more, guys. Not Hinesville no more. Akashore Stadium, you know. We're going to have to find a a funky way of saying that, a better way of saying that, you know. But until then, the Big A Stadium, (laughs) you know. But we have the 49ers coming from the west side, coming through, trying to take the Steelers bright preseason and momentum and just take it away. I don't see it happening, though, because as a lot of people wanted to catch on late, Stiller Nation, Yenzer Mob, I already know Stiller Nation, Stiller Gang, all of you. I know you guys have been seeing how these analysts and stuff are all going backwards on what they were saying prior to the preseason. The Steelers are not going to even make the playoffs. Playoffs? The Steelers is going to finish last in the division. The Browns? Y'all all heard it. Y'all all heard it. And y'all look at these people right now. They all talking like the Steelers can do something. The Steelers can. They, oh, you want to keep your eyes on the Steelers. Now you want to keep your eye on the Steelers. No. No. It's bad enough we have two freaking... Thursday night games anyway, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about game number one versus the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the chit-chat is already going down, if I can just get right into it. Patrick Peterson, he might as well say that he he guaranteed he's going to get a pick on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy turns around, and he says, we'll see. Now, I'm not going to lie. If I'm Brock Purdy, I would have came crazy at Patrick Peterson for saying that, for trying to guarantee that. I would have said something like, yo, yo, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you so many opportunities too. You feel me? I was going to say something, something. But, you know, the we'll see is like, all right, we don't know. Brock Purdy might be scared. But then again, 
the the way I feel like the pressure is gonna get to him, guys. I'm just saying, man. It's, it's pretty logical that Patrick Peterson thinks he's gonna get um, an interception. Someone gonna get it, you know. But you can see that going into this game, the 49ers had some issues, you know, with their star player, Nick Bosa. He recently, today, as I speak, signed his contract, and now he's at practice getting ready for the game. You know, I know some people may say, hey, you know, who cares? Like, he, he's going to be rusty. Let me keep it tall with y'all, man. T.J. Watt missed the whole preseason. And I think uh, when he came back game one, I think he was, I think he had like three sacks that game. You know, so uh, <laughs> if you're good, you're good, you know. So they, they get Nick Bosa back. But I honestly feel like wherever he's at, because I, I think he plays left side and uh, right side, that our tackles will do their best to neutralize him. I don't think he's going to wreck the game. I feel like our guys are going to step up to the plate. Because you got guys like Dan Moore who didn't fold, you know. And, I, and I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I'm not the biggest Dan Moore fan, and I, I'm not saying that as is. I'm saying like I'm I don't like the guy or nothing like that. I'm just saying like as far as like who's your favorite players on the Steelers, he's not in the top ten, you know. Probably not in the top twenty, you know. what I'm saying so. He did what he had to do this off season to get his mind right and come into training camp knowing that he he has direct competition direct competition with this rookie that we that we drafted first round and he's a fourth round pick y'all if y'all y'all don't remember he was a fourth round pick so you got a first round pick coming in you know they here to he here to replace you what you do you going to fool or you going to fight and he fought and he did just enough so he can get the starting spot. And that's no knock on the kid from Georgia, you know. It's not a knock on him at all. He plays a position where, you know, it, it, you you can plug him in and start right away, but you got to be ready to take on the, the, the main stairs, the, the big names. And if you're not really ready... All the way ready. You know, or... And honestly, I feel like during the preseason, both of them was kind of equal in play. And I think that was more of a plus towards Dan Moore. Because normally, when you have certain competitions like that, the veteran has to show that they're significantly better than the person under them. I think in this situation... It was more so like if Dan Moore and Broderick Jones are kind of equal, we just going to go with Dan Moore because he has more experience. The experience is going to, you know, outlast that talent. And, you know, Broderick Jones could get some reps or he may start later down the line, but it just wasn't significantly better for him to snatch the job away from Dan Moore. And Dan Moore earned the right, low-key, y'all, to fight for the spot because he did get better towards the end of the year. He wasn't totally terrible. You know, he was he had his moments and stuff like that. You can see the growth in Dan Moore. And he's still young. 
think this is like Dan Moore's third or fourth year. So he's still young. So the fact that he was able to get the spot is like, okay, now you have to see. You're going to be tested because the guy that just signed his contract earlier today, he's coming. He's coming. But I think once we get that out the way, and honestly, I feel like um, the Steelers should run at uh, Nick Bosa. But that may be in the cards. Who knows? But if that is in the cards, guess what? Nick Bosa is going to have to deal with Najee Harris, who's probably as big as him. <laughs> for real, for real. It seems like whoever Najee's staying next to, they're smaller than him, you know? And you got to deal with Jalen Warren, who's... Like T.I. said, I'm going to quote T.I., 5'9", what a soul of a 6'4", brother. You know? So, I feel like Jalen Warner is one of those guys. Uh, and you're going to have to deal with that. And if it, it if the if we're running the ball like that and we getting some play like that, you might have to deal with Connor Hayward or Anthony McFarlane. But more so Connor Hayward. So... I think we can attack that defense so many different ways. And running the ball, especially when you have Nick Bosa coming back, you don't know what type of shape he's in. You just assume I'm, the coaches, right? The coaches, I, I, I already know the coaches assume they're getting the best player because they have the example of a player of that caliber or better. I feel like TJ's better. Um, be able to come back and act like nothing happened. He didn't miss any type of time. You know, but it's some injuries, and it's not major. We're pretty much clean going into the game, but as of right now, Cam Hayward didn't practice yesterday. We'll probably get the full out injury report a little bit later, but Cam Hayward didn't practice yesterday, but that was more so like uh, he was sick, a little stomach bug or whatnot. And Larry Yo, he was limited in practice because his foot. And I feel like that was probably an injury that was ailing him for a little bit. So just the extra rest for him is good. And at the same time, it gives reps to the young guy. You feel me? Kanu Benteen, you know, it gives him a whole lot of reps. And you can't get mad at that. You know, because he's a pretty good player who should be getting some playing time this year. But if I'm looking at the 49ers, a lot of their guys, you know, they're they're you are either limited in practice or a full go. Like a lot of people not talking about George Kittle being limited in practice. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod, former Steeler, he was limited, but this the word is he's going, he's going to play. George Kittle, I think if he's any type of nicked up, I think that's like, and it's a growing injury. It's not like it's an arm or something like that. A growing injury for a tight end, uh, it can be, it can be tough, especially when it comes to the route running portion of it, you know. So it's not too it's not too many injuries to speak about going into the game, which is good. So you're gonna get best on best for the most part. My question is will the Pittsburgh Steelers offense 
show us what we've been seeing in the preseason as far as efficientness, right? Being efficient. We saw Kenny on one drive throw two passes that was 30-plus yards. You know, one to Deontay and one to George Pickens. And I think Pat Frymuth had a nice catch too. But it was like, I think, later in the game or a different game. But you see our offense is starting to do things where Kenny can hit certain guys deep or when they're open or whatnot. Or in George Pickens' case, when he's covered, <laughs> he's still going to make the catch. You know, I just feel like our offense, if they play like they played in the preseason, everything will be fine. Because all I saw really in the preseason was our guys executing the plays that were called. That was a big problem since Matt Canada been here. You know, we we could all talk about the play calling and whatnot, but the things that we couldn't, a lot of, we kind of really all kind of made an excuse for it in a way. But if the guys wasn't executing the plays, what do you expect? Like you're not going to expect nothing to work. and We're never going to have chemistry. And I think this preseason, well, I'll say probably towards the end of last season, especially when Kenny started to really get a feel of things. When he started to get a little feel of things, that's when he started to understand the offense a little bit more. And... He was able to make plays. And I think just the whole offseason, hanging with the guys, being, working out with the guys, especially getting in those reps with Deontay because with him you being able to use Deontay to Deontay's best ability, it's only going to be better for everyone else, man. Because it's like I feel like Kenny can feed everybody. I don't think Kenny will be stuck on just one receiver. I think he'll be able to feed anybody, and I don't think anybody will get upset about it. Um, and that shows the the guys is displaying wanting to be on a team and to one your teammate to win. And I think it's because a lot of our guys are young. Like Deontay being able to – not be the guy to be like, yo, I want my touches out loud. I think that helps everybody on the offense, man. Because if you think about it, Deontay may be the most vet skill player out there. I think he might be. And I'm not speaking about Allen Robinson or whatnot because I'm I'm talking about a guy that's been here. So I would honestly probably say out of the skill guys, it, it is Deontay. And for Deontay to be a selfless guy, a guy that's going to let his work do the talking, it's kind of like, what else you going to do? Like, George Pickens, you know, he can do what he want. You know, like um, Patrick Frymuth, Pat, you know, he can do what he want to do. Najee can do what he want to do. Like, everyone can do what they want to do because it's like you see the leader, not the real leader, but the... Deontay, who's the leader of that offense as far as like, yo, I've been here the longest. If you see that he's out there just putting in the work, you got to follow suit, man. And then you got Kenny who's going back that up. And Kenny's mentality is just getting better. So I think that's a big reason why Kenny became the captain this year. And I was surprised Najee wasn't the captain. 
But then again, I thought about it, and it may not have anything to do with anything. But it was like a report or two where Najee was out there, and it was he wasn't giving like Jalen Warren credit. I didn't do my due diligence about it, but I know I've seen articles out there. But I don't think that had anything to do with anything. I think it was more so like Najee, you had to be the leader until Kenny was ready, and now is Kenny's ready. Kenny's ready, you know. So Najee's still a leader; he's just not a captain. Um, man, but this game, I think if the Steelers are going to win this game, the Steelers will have to be able to run the ball and stop the run. This is one of those games, man. If we can run the ball, average about 4.5 to 5 yards a carry, that's going to open it up for everybody else play action-wise. You know, we can do a little quick run with Calvin Austin. <laughs> you know, get him used early in the season. There's no reason to hide that. That's something that needs to be used. We're one of those offenses that anything can help. You know, there's no reason to hide anything. Throw the kitchen sink, the cabinets, the refrigerator. We'll then tent the win, you know. <laughs> But we would have to run the ball, stop the run, because we if we force Brock Purdy to throw the ball, yeah, we've seen him have some games where he, you know, he can do his thing. But I think when we force him to throw the ball, the type of rushers we have, he's going to have a tough day. He's going to have a tough day. And then we wear out their defense who's, you know, I know I talk about my trash, but they have a top-notch defense. You know, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, uh, my man who was trained by Troy Palomalu. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got a couple pieces over there, man. So it's kind of like a mirror match in a way. But you, we all know how the AFC North is. The AFC North really play like that. The 49ers is like a flashy version of a physical team. You know, if you <laughs> understand what that means. But... This is definitely one of the games that I feel like if the Steelers win, and I feel like the Steelers will win. I give my my prediction in a second. But this is one of the games when the Steelers win, I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to watch the game again because I feel like it will be that type of game. It's not like a Baltimore Ravens-Steeler game because with that, it's like uh, every play is more so like anything can happen on any play. I think this is one of those games that's going to be clean, Tough, physical, and, you know, not too many mistakes in this game on the Steelers' behalf, you know. <laughs> but if I give a prediction for this game, I honestly feel like the Steelers will do one. They will continue to be consistent in this one thing, and that's scoring on their first drive, a touchdown. So I honestly feel like the Steelers will get about 28 points. Um Four touchdowns. I think Kenny may get three of them. Najee may get one, or Jalen Warren might get one, or it might be two and two. But I can honestly feel like the Steelers can put up the twenty-eight points out the gate, and keeping the 49ers to about seventeen points max. So if I say I have to give a score out there, I'm gonna go with twenty-eight to seventeen, Pittsburgh Steelers. That's my prediction on that. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. And 
If you don't like the prediction, if you're a 49er fan listening, shout out to you for listening. But you can highlight me. You feel me? Still is for seven pod on X. Still is for seven podcasts on Instagram. You know, or you can subscribe to the Twitter page. I mean, the YouTube page. You know, guys, we're all going to make the Twitter mistakes. But, you know, we're going to, you can just hit me up about that and let me know your predictions, man. But that is my predictions of this 49er game. I, I like, it's tough doing predictions with no real world evidence. Like you have the preseason evidence, but next year's predict not next year. Next week's prediction, you guys are gonna see. I'm probably gonna go in a little little more in depth in what I think is gonna happen. Cause right now it's kinda like throwing a knife at a wall blindfolded, hoping you hit the target, you know? So <laughs> But yeah, I got still twenty eight to seventeen. Still is for seven podcast, you already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. Still a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. You already know what it is, man. Just for that mom, Super Bowl, yeah. Still is for seven, yeah. We about to go get it. Still a gang, we winning. Go down in the trenches, yeah. We ain't trying to kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes, then we can kick it, yeah. This our division, the other three go missing. Come on, let's get it, yeah. This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. Still is for seven. Yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it Go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it Like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah This our division The other three go missing Come on, let's get it, yeah This our division Super Bowl, let's win it Oh no, oh no, oh no Big bro, big bro came out and said What? Yo, man T.J. Watt's older brother, former NFL great, J.J. Watt, headlines, he regrets not signing with the Steelers. Now, I feel that this is something that J.J. put out there just to put out there to, to, to kind of get, get kind of get under our skin, man. Still a nation, Yenzer mob, you know, still a gang, everybody I like. I honestly feel like J.J. Watt said this. This to rile up the team, man, the the fan base. Because just imagine if T.J. Watt had J.J. Watt. Man, I don't even want to. Let me just go into what he said. He said, when free agency came out, I said it before. T.J. was going through a contract situation. They didn't have his contract figured out and everything. So I didn't want to mess with that at all. I wanted to make sure he had his situation figured out and getting taken care of there. And I didn't want my free agency addition to take any money away from his opportunity. There's definitely a part of me that wishes I could have played for them. It would have been an absolute dream to come. I mean, dream come true to play with all three of us on the same team. Talking about him, Derek Watt, and TJ Watt. Look, man, I'm going to be honest with you, man. JJ, that's BS. Because if you if it was really like that, you would have signed. We would have gave you some bread. You could have gave some bread to uh, TJ, man. could have just gave him a check. Like, look, man, I know I took some of this bread from you. You know, here you go. Or you could have waited till you got his money, waited to sign with somebody, and then sign with us. 
You feel me? So I don't really want to hear all that TJ Watt, he regrets signing with all that, I, I, whatever. That's like Mitchell Trubisky saying he regrets signing with the Steelers and look where he at. Still with us. You feel me? It make you not want to... This was for the fan base. This was just to rile people up, man. But just imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to imagine. Because I know some of you guys, as well as I did, they had T.J. Watt with J.J. Watt on the Pittsburgh Steelers and Madden. I know I did. I couldn't wait to uh, get J.J. Oh, he a free agent? Oh, let me get him snatchies. Or, you know, if I can pull it off, I'll just trade. But that would have been an amazing tandem, man. You don't really know where J.J. would have been playing. Probably played where, um, where Larry O plays. Not too sure where he would fit in our defense, but it would have been nice. It would have been nice, man. As you can see, that's the thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The brothers. We're going to get you. If you got family members, oh, we're going to get them. Terrell Edmonds, who we had. We had Trey Edmonds. Um, I, I don't think they were brothers, but Carlos Davis and the, <laughs> the other Davis guy. I forgot his name. I don't think they were brothers, though. But we had TJ and Derek. You feel me? You got Nate and Nick Harbick. Herbick, excuse me. You know, the Steelers is like that, man. It's a family. It keeps the family element on a team and an organization where everything is so business now. It's tough to have that family-type atmosphere, and the Pittsburgh Steelers always come through with that, you know. So it would have been nice seeing J.J. and T.J. You feel me? Probably get share a sack, you know, get a sack, brother get a sack, and they... You know, having a little spell or whatever. But I don't want to hear this. Still in Asia, y'all let me know. Do y'all want to hear about this? I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about this at all, man. Because if you want to sign, if you if you wanted to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers, JJ, and I keep wanting to say TJ, but if you wanted to sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers, you would have made it happen, man. Don't tell me none of that stuff you're talking about. No, I don't want to hear it. Not at all. But that's what he said, man. He, he regrets not signing with the Steelers. Everybody got regrets. Ah, the only one that don't got regrets is Antonio Brown. And shout out to Antonio Brown, former Stiller. You feel me? He uh, He's a weekly guest on It Is What It Is with Killer Cam, Cameron and Mace, Murder Mace. You know, for those who don't know, you know, those are popular rappers from yesteryear, not too long ago, but, you know. Making it happen, man. Shout out to Cam. Shout out to Mace. But they had they have Antonio Brown up there. And Antonio Brown gave his side of the story of certain things. I'm not going to get into it. Y'all go watch the pod. I know, I know I watch faithfully, man. So make sure y'all go watch that. But off of this, the Steelers worked out a veteran offensive tackle ahead of week one. And his name is Christian Delaro. And I believe that's because we got, I think, an injury. Someone was nicked up or something like that or just added depth. But he was a stiller. 
I feel like he was a stiller, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, he was a, he was on the Steelers before back in 2019. He was on a practice squad, so maybe that might be that. He might Steelers like to give second stints to players, all because of being familiar. Like, for example, if something went down and Zach Gentry didn't get signed by anybody, I don't know if he got signed by anybody, but if something went down and at the tight end position and we needed that depth, we can give Zach Gentry a call because we already know. We know him. We know what he can give us, and he knows us, you know. So I'm not too mad about it. I'm not putting too much stock into it. I don't know if we'll sign him or whatnot. I don't know what's going on, but probably just keeping tabs on him. Like, yo, you in shape? You in shape? I don't know. You in shape? But that's normally how that go. But chill, man. It's been some rumors. It's been some rumors out there. And I got to know. Y'all got to let me know. Why all of a sudden... These big name players are getting linked to the Steelers. Y'all let me know when they started doing that. When was that a thing to do? I'm going to fill you guys in in a second. But I just want to go off because I made a few videos talking about the Steelers are interested in this guy. Interested in that guy, this guy, that guy, this guy. And guess what, y'all? They don't sign with the game. They don't sign with the game. I don't understand that, y'all. I do not understand that. Why? Get us hype. Throw these big names out there. Just for nothing to happen. And I don't think this happened with every other team. This may happen with the cop. No. You know what? This don't happen with any NFL team. This reminds me of the Knicks. The New York Knicks basketball team. Linked to all the big players, but guess what? Nobody comes. Y'all got to stop with that. Because not everybody built to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. But the latest rumor is that Derrick Henry is linked to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Y'all let me know how the hell Derrick Henry... Is linked to the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I'm not going to even read where I got it from. But I've been I've seen it in multiple places. What are we going to do? Trade Najee and Jalen Warren for Derrick Henry? How does that work? How does that work? When both are younger and Derrick Henry, I don't want to say it, but he may have lost a step. Now, him losing his step might still be better than a lot of players, but he lost a step. And that's because he was injured prior, yeah, you know, but he gets injured. You know? So I don't really understand that link right there. Earlier on, I remember offseason, we linked to Jalen Ramsey. The Aaron Donald situation? Yo. The arrow, like, I understand. I understand, like, off-season, just throw stuff out there. But to say Aaron Donald 
could be traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's nuts. Granted, the way that Omar Khan has been doing business is not too crazy now that that can happen. But it's like, y'all, like, that's like if we didn't have Kenny Pickett and we were still searching for quarterbacks, I would be having a heart attack, man. You feel me? I, I wouldn't know what to do. Because y'all would say Aaron Rodgers is going. Oh, Aaron Rodgers was linked to the Steelers. Yo, man. See what I mean? See what I mean? And I don't like that. Why, 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 why? Why? I don't know what's going on with this mess, man. If Derrick Henry becomes a Pittsburgh Steeler, at what cost? What cost? They might have to give us a. <laughs> they might have to give us a, a draft pick for him. And I even heard on a smaller scale, this like this might just been like a crazy rumor, was that we was linked to what's the receiver, Mike Evans. It's like yo, do y'all not know who y'all are who? We're fine, man. We're fine. Now, if y'all told me a big offensive tackle or a big center, you know, one of the big-name centers or whatnot, I'll be intrigued because it'll make kind of sense, you know? Granted, I feel like our young guys is going to step up this year. Our line is going to step up this year. But it's like, yo, like, I got to chill with these big names in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I just want the Steelers, because y'all know the Steelers fans going to talk about it. We talk about this year round, you know? So, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But y'all got to chill with these rumors. You feel me? Like, let the rumors be something, like, that's going to be true as far as, like, us getting a player. And let the player be a, a, at a position that we need. Don't say that, yo. Um, see, I don't want to say nothing. Because someone's going to be like, well, I'll take him over. So I'm not going to say that. I'm, like, I'm not going to use that example. But y'all got to chill with these rumors, man. Y'all got to chill out. Just chill out all together. Before I wrap this thing on up, man, what I want to do is I want to do a comparison or more so like who has the advantage when it comes to the 49ers versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, we can go at quarterback. I'm going to have to go with Kenny Pickett, man. If I'm going to be honest, Kenny Pickett and Brock Purdy, I feel like we'll see it's going to be like almost night and day. You'll see a Brock Purdy who's going to try to not lose the game you're going to see a Kenny Pickett that's going to be ready to let it go. So I got the Steelers as far as quarterback. Running back goals. You have Christian McCaffrey. And um, I believe Mitchell's over there. I think that's his name. You have Najee. And you have Jalen Warren. I feel like this is kind of even, man, for what I feel like they, both teams want to do with their running backs. I feel like both of them are even, but if I have to just give the edge to one, it will probably be Christian McCaffrey because of 
what 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 he was like basically what he done so far, you know, um, and the amount of touches you believe he would get in the game, or the running back position in general. I feel like we would throw it a little bit more, but I think that if I have to give the edge, it'll be a slight edge to the 49ers as far as running back goes. And I can I, I, was, I don't even feel comfortable doing that. I'm just doing it so I can kind of be objective here. Receivers. Receivers, you have who you have over there? Debo. You have Ray Ray McLeod. You have um, a couple other guys over there. And on the Steelers, you have Deontay, you have George Pickens, you know, you can add in Pat Fryer move, you can add in George Kittle on the other side. I honestly feel like the Steelers' weapons, as far as receivers and tight ends go, they're all a little more versatile. I feel like the Steelers, each receiver give you something different. You have Deontay, who's going to get open first. <laughs> you have George Pickens, who's going to always be open <laughs> and I'm not even talking about separation I'm just saying he's always open just throw it over there you have a Calvin Austin who's if need be you know and I'm not going in order order here I mean you have a, a vet and Allen Robinson who's who's nasty in the slot y'all gonna see y'all gonna see and Pat Fryer move Darnell Washington, who's still, you know, getting his feet wet as far as what to do. But you see he's getting better. So it's only a matter of time where he's like, all right, we're at goal line. Just throw it up to the big guy. Let's get a quick first down just because you know he's going to get held passing the fairs. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers situation with that, man. Offensive line, if I have to go with offensive line, I'm going to have to give the edge to the 49ers just because they don't we don't have a offensive lineman that's better than Trent Williams over there. You know, so until then I'm going to give them the edge. <laughs> but I think our offensive line will perform better on Sunday. D-line. D-line, D-line, D-line. And this is you can kind of add outside linebackers to D line depending on what type of defense you're talking about here. So we got Cam Hayward. Let me talk about this interior. Then we can we can kind of even it up. I'm a, I'll get an edge to I'll probably get an edge to the Steelers in that regard because Cam Hayward, no matter how old he gets, he still gets better. And if he's not better, he has a cast of guys on that D-line that's going to help him tremendously. Where the other side has Nick Bosa, and Nick Bosa goes on both sides. Now, if Nick Bosa goes on both sides, that kind of tells me that they don't have someone strong enough to have him be strictly geared for one side, right? But I can be wrong. I can be wrong. You know, they probably got some guys over there, and I'm like, all right. But I get it as us. Linebackers, I feel like our depth 
in that position from middle to outside linebacker is better than theirs. They have probably the best linebacker as far as um, interior, and that's Fred Warner. But I feel like Cole Holcomb, um, E. Roberts, Quan Alexander, they all give you something that you have to deal with. So I feel like that makes up for Fred Warner. And on the outside, you know, they have who they have. But we have Alex Highsmith and T.J. Watt. I'm going to have to go with us with linebackers, man. And as far as DBs, I would give us the edge on that too just because of depth and I feel like the type of skill set that some of our guys got. We got Desmond King, y'all. I don't think I understand how we just end up getting this guy. <laughs> you feel me? Who's decent. Like, not even decent. He's better than decent. He's a good football player, very good football player. So, I'm going to give us the edge just based off the depth and the, the talent that our guys actually have in the, those positions, man. So, corners and DBs. Got Mink, 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 Mika Fitzpatrick. Shout out to Mika because Mika out here trying to keep the logo in the locker room clean. I'm trying to, too, man. And, and you, you see it, man. If y'all look at my thumbnails for the YouTube page, y'all see the still a logos on that thumbnails it's pretty clean i make sure that thing clean and make it try and keep it clean man no more walking on the logo man have some respect for the team you play for and shout out to me like i said that's leader talk you know that's veteran talk you know it's not too long ago that Minko was just drafted and then just traded us the next year you feel me so it's like the see that he's one of the vets now you know, in probably year five or year six, I think this is year five for him. It's like doing vet vet things. It's good to see, man. It's good to see. So shout out to Mink. But yeah, I think our defense as a whole, I pick our defense over theirs, even though they got kind of the flashier, bigger names. And I don't even think that. I think we kind of add up there as well, man. Offense, I think I only give them the edge at running back. And that's just because I respect. Um, Chris McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. But I'm not too sure in that. Receivers, I got us. I just feel like each receiver gives us something different that you have to deal with. When I feel like them is more so like Debo, and you may have a couple of guys that can do something, but they're, they're like nameless great faces, man. But this, I think it's going to be an ill matchup. Like I said earlier on, I got the Steelers 28-17. to 17. I'm not changing on that. It's Friday. So I kind of had to bunch this all in. If y'all know, I think I said it on the video on the YouTube page. But, you know, I just relocated. I went from PA. I'm down now in Georgia. So shout out to Steeler Nation. Years of mom up in Georgia. You feel me? We're going to turn up. We're going to turn up for sure for Steeler Nation. Because we know where we at, but we know where we at, you know? So, it's your man, Cavizzi. Shout out to everybody that listened to this. It's episode 100, 100, 100, and we ready to go. Keep this thing going. Um, shout out to everybody that was involved for the previous 99 episodes. Um, wouldn't be here today without y'all, man. So, salute to y'all and everybody working. I'm, I'm a, I'll probably work with in the future. Shout out to y'all, man. But it's VSN all day. 
It's your man, CavEasy. Follow me everywhere at CavEasy, K-E-V-E-Z-E, for those who don't spell well. Or you can highlight Stills for 7 podcasts everywhere. Follow it, subscribe, like it. Make sure you do your due diligence. Or you can hit the link trees everywhere. If you follow me somewhere, you're going to see that link tree. And then there you have it. The holy grail. <laughs> yeah, everything you need stills for seven, man. But it's your man, Kevizy. I am out. See y'all on the next one. And just just to let y'all know, we're going to end these episodes out with tracks, you know, dedicated to the season. So once the season's up, you feel me? I'm going to throw out the little, the little project with each song going through each week, man. So it's like a season recap as we go along. But it's your man, Kevizy. We're going to leave this out with week one, you know, versus San Fran. I don't know how to title this yet, but as of right now, it's titled week one. <laughs> you know, San Fran this or whatever, how you want to put it, man. We're going to win it. <laughs> still this for seven podcasts. It's your host, Kevizy. I am out. Still a gang, still a mob, still a nation. Y'all know how we run it, man. Play that track, though. Stills for seven podcast, you already know what it is, man. Gang, gang, you already know what it is, man. It's not a gang, it's a gang, it's the gang. You already know what it is. Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three go missing, come on, let's get it, yeah This our division, Super Bowl, let's win it Still is for seven, yeah, we bout to go get it Still a gang, we win it, go down in the trenches, yeah We ain't tryna kick it like Drake, we do it for the sixes Then we can kick it, yeah, this our division The other three Go missing, come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division, Super Bowl, let's win it. <laughs> 9 10, yeah, we back at it. 1 p.m., yeah, we cause havoc. San Fran, yeah, they try matches. We got four nines out in pack, yeah. That's Mick Goodfist, Patrick. Cam Harrell pushing line backwards. Calvin also might run it back. TJ Watt coming to attack. We got more nines to add to that. Brock Purdy just got sacked. Nick Bosa got his contract. I thought you scared of contact. Ray Ray, you know, still love. But you know, you ain't getting none. Tell Debo he ain't taking change. McCaffrey, no yards for seven. Yeah, we about to go get it. Still a game, we win it. Go down in the trenches. Yeah, we ain't trying to kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes, then we can kick it. Yeah, this our division. The other three go missing. Come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division. Super Bowl, let's win it. Still is for seven. Yeah, we about to go get it. Still a game, we win it. Go down in the trenches. Yeah, we ain't trying to kick it like Drake. We do it for the sixes, then we can kick it. Yeah, this our division. The other three go missing. Come on, let's get it. Yeah, this our division. Super Bowl, let's Winning. Still a gang, is a mob ready? Still a nation ready? Kevin's been ready. You already know what it is, man. Let's go get it, man. Still a gang. One and all. Let's make that happen, man.